This 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 is Loa 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 a podcast a podcast a podcast that features the stories stories ideas and people that shape Vietnam 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 today. Hello, it's December twenty third. I'm Chris Lee and you are listening to episode 83 of Loire. It's been quite a while since you've heard from us, and we're excited to introduce you a fresh new voice as well as a photo essay in this episode. In the upcoming months, you can expect to hear new voices bringing you stories you love from and about Vietnam. As soon as you finish listening to this episode, hop onto www.loire.fm for a photo journey into the lives of the stateless Vietnamese population on Tong Le Sap Lake in Cambodia. In the early 2000s, skateboards began to appear on the streets of Vietnam. Today, it has grown in popularity, forming its own subculture. But youth are finding it difficult to skate due to a lack of space and public acceptance. Our reporter, Tu Tu Tam, a passionate skater of over 11 years, hits the streets of Vietnam to learn more. One summer day in the heart of Saigon at Rubik Park, skateboarders from all over Vietnam have come to the Rip Your Kick contest. Dozens of skateboarders have gathered, and everyone goes wild after one of the skaters board slides up, across, and then down a 15-foot handrail, the most impressive trick of the contest. It's cramped, it's hot, but there's no shortage of energy. Just 15 years ago, this contest, the skate shops, and most of the skaters wouldn't have been here. But it's 2018, and the skate scene in Vietnam is growing every day. Saigon skate shop banners hang over the railings at the contest. The skate shop is sponsoring the contest, and several of their team members are competing as well. One of their team riders, Anh Chun, who everyone calls Gu Ti, is widely regarded by the others as one of the best in the contest. Since I started skating, I've just had this feeling that I really like it. It's like, I like it and I can't stop doing it. When I do stop, I start feeling uncomfortable. It's like I'm addicted. Gu Ti is a skateboarder from Saigon. I sit with him in the attic of Saigon Skate Shop. His baggy shirt is wrung out from sweat and on his interlaced fingers, a metal ring and a single black painted fingernail stick out. He's squatting on a low seat with boxes and boxes of skate shoes towering over him as he describes his addiction to skateboarding. That's why I'm always just skating, skating, skating. I can't give up. If I ever gave up skateboarding, I don't think I could live. Guti is a sponsored skater. In Vietnam, skateboarding sponsors range from local brands made by the Vietnamese people themselves to international ones such as New Balance. Getting a sponsorship means companies believe a skater's skill can help develop their brand. And for Guti, this means opportunities he feels would be nearly impossible otherwise. With the support I get from them and my other sponsors, I'm able to keep skating. I am able to go on tour and skate trips with a lot of talented skaters. I've traveled from here all the way to the north of Vietnam and to foreign places, and it's because of skateboarding. I am so grateful for it. 
After talking with Gu Ti, I travel north to Hanoi, where I meet Zheng Zheng, another skateboarder who has also greatly benefited from sponsorship. She is one of the most prominent female skateboarders in Vietnam and the owner of a skate shop called 9013 Board Shop, right in the old quarter of Hanoi. Skateboarding has taught me so much, like how to be patient. It also taught me what a passion is, what it's like to have a dream. When I was in school, I didn't even know what the whole point of it was. I still ask that, but when I skate, I know what it is I want. At first, I wanted to be sponsored, and I got that. Then I opened a skate shop, and now I want it to grow. But Guti and Zhang had to fight for their successes. Skateboarding in Vietnam is difficult, and one problem all skateboarders face is simply finding a space to skate. Thong Nguyen, a Saigon local who is deeply involved with the skate scene and is the co-owner and manager at Saigon Skate Shop, says the lack of understanding of the art plays a key role in the issues that skateboarders face. Because skateboarding is new, security guards still see us as little kids just messing around, and they're afraid we're going to cause trouble. As someone who is trying to help develop the skateboarding community, Tom constantly battles with this issue of space and accessibility. Even when we skate on the sidewalks or the park, community spaces where we should be allowed to skate, we still get kicked out. We seek out places away from everyone to skate. In Saigon, you may get at the longest a year or two to skate somewhere, but eventually we get kicked out again, and we have to find another spot. In a widely viewed video posted on YouTube, Guti can be seen arguing with a security guard who is kicking him out of Jilong Park, a public park. Despite not saying anything to the drivers on the sidewalk who are breaking the law, the security guard targets Gu Ti. The security guard says he has the right to arrest Gu Ti, but Gu Ti replies that he's at an open public park a place where sports are allowed. The frustrated security guard raises his voice at Guti, exclaiming that there are plenty of other spots to play sports. Why does he need to do it here? Guti repeats that this is a place to play sports. Ignoring this, the security guard flexes his authority and yells at Guti to get out. It isn't just security guards who have a problem, it's society too. Another skater, Jit Ding Tai, says he finds himself at odds with the common prejudice towards skating. There's people who just see us as little punks messing around. They don't realize that this is something we're passionate about, that it's art. Jit Ding Tai has been skating long before there were any shops or local brands, and he sees that if skateboarding wants to be accepted by society, well... Then we have to get government approval, 
but the government has not reached a level where they can create a model. The government is a society that's rigid, stubborn. Just because you want it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Kuti says this disapproval doesn't just make life for skateboarders inconvenient, it affects the entire business. Skating in Vietnam isn't like skating in the U.S. The community there is huge. They have all these brands with enough money to pay entire teams of skaters. In Vietnam, who knows how many boards you'll sell each month. Yet the day may not be too far where society will become more open-minded to skateboarding and the booming youth population do have control over their own lives. One of the skate sessions outside of Dick Ba Church, one of the most popular hangout spots for young people in Saigon, I meet a 60-year-old woman going for a stroll around the church. Well, I really like seeing everyone skate like this. First, you are are using up the street to practice, but it's beautiful, it's culture, and it's a sport that not every skillful person can do. Secondly, you are all prepared to deal with the pain, like if you hurt your arm or your leg slips, but you're still ready and you're not shy. And you guys practice for what? So that you guys can have a foundation, so you guys can have something good that not many people your age can do. That is a culture that is very admirable. But skaters like Tom aren't seeking everyone's approval. He recognizes how difficult it is to skate in Vietnam and believes in the power of skaters to develop their own community. I want to say to every skateboarder to follow your passions despite our road being difficult and not having the right conditions. It's the responsibility of every skater in the community to develop it. There is no other person or group of people who can do it. Hold on to your passion and follow your dreams. There will be a day where we will have great skate parks like the rest of the world, like the places we see in skate videos. I think that if it can happen anywhere, then for sure it can happen in Vietnam. Thank you, Tu Tiểu Tâm. While the popularity of skating is growing rapidly, young people like Cô Tê, Yan or Tom still feel uncertain about whether they will be able to continue to follow their passions and make a living from it. Tom is currently working on building a skate park in Saigon. Through much struggle, he has found the right space, and now the next challenge is finding someone willing to invest in building a high-quality skate park. I hope you enjoyed our look inside skateboarding in Vietnam. We are wishing you all a wonderful holiday season and are so excited for you to tune back in the new year. We have sounds, new moves, art and more coming your way. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 
See you in 2019. I'm Chris Lay in Perth, Australia.